what I've been thinking about as I've been listening to the intros is that I'm not coming at them with enough energy. Oh. I don't think I have the kind of energy, though, that can get me to the spot that I think I should be at. Like, I think it needs to be like a, you know, hey, everybody, and then go into something that I can't do, right? Like, hey, everybody, welcome to the Campfire Passport podcast. It's going to be awesome today. And today we talk about all these cool things. That's not me, which I think is what Morgan hates about it. Mm. Even though he knows me well enough to know that's not me, but he still hates it for some reason. So on that note, this is the Campfire Passport podcast. And we're here, Colin and I, before the show, but after the show, to record the intro and talk about the things that we talk about. It's a pretty low-key, fun show. It's just us and Mike and Jesse, and we're talking about our most recent camp trip, and we really don't go too far outside of that. Mike talks about the power steering in his stupid Jeep many times, and that's about it. That's all we got. It's pretty awesome. You should listen. Uh, Colin, other than like, view, subscribe, rate us on YouTube, all those things, iTunes, rate us on iTunes. Uh, what do we got? Is there any new shirts coming? You got anything cool there? Uh, yeah, I'm going to have uh, a new design for that I did specifically for the 80s on Edison event that's coming. I was, oh, yeah. I, I got commissioned to, uh, donate a couple so there'll be a couple in their raffle there and then i'll also have a handful of them for sale on site as well but i have not released the uh the artwork yet but that will come soon enough cool yeah well while we're on it big big shout out to those guys four by four bend uh running the official 80s on edison uh run november 4th and 5th check out four by four four x four bend on instagram uh, to get the details on that i think they might have a website too um but those guys are awesome doing a great job doing good community stuff especially for 80 series owners which are the best owners not afraid to tell not really but not really but it's a good time so i went last year and i had the time of my life and i'm kind of planning on going this year but uh, we'll talk off air about why i might not be going so <laughs> all right let's get into it i don't really <laughs> i don't really have a lot that i wanted to uh, talk about because I uh, I just don't have anything. So, Colin, why don't you get us started on what we're going to talk about? Because I need someone to do that. <laughs> Did you just fart? Instantly frozen, and then somebody farted, and I don't know what's happening. Did there was Colin a fart? Power go out again? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, you didn't hear that? Nope. Well, it was I assumed it was Mike. We didn't even make it 30 seconds in before the, the fart, the poop talk came in. That's it. Well, it was hilarious on my side because, Sean, you froze completely mm. mid-sentence, and then it was a fart in dead silence, and then Colin's video disappeared. 
And I'm just sitting here like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> well, <laughs> Colin's still gone for me. So, yeah, same. I'm here. I've got everyone still. So I can hear him. I got Colin. Hmm. Okay. Well, tell us what we're talking about then. Well, yeah. Well, that's what go. we're talking. That's there convenient. Go. That's what we're going to talk about. That's what we're going to kick it that's off. That's all we got. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you guys yeah, want to well, start with I wasn't that first, or do you start, want to talk about so farts? I think mm-hmm. the start is, oh. doesn't include me. Okay, so that that rests well, on me then. All right. all right, got it. Well, me and me and Mike, but I yeah, it's on your shoulders, buddy. I, I guess I was the, the I lead was there, car yeah. in the in the convoy. So Fred Meyer's parking lot. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I, with great power becomes great responsibility. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I'll start off with. Well, you know, some is that of us what have we it. say about LS power? <laughs> Not everyone <laughs> here, though. Uh, <laughs> I used to. Well, three out of four. That's too bad. Not anymore. I was early in the game, and then I uh, I abandoned the game. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Someday. I saw a seven hundred fifty dollar uh, long block for sale. I don't know. I thought about that, <laughs> but I'm poor. Right it's in now. good shape. Yeah, yeah. Someday I saw a thousand dollar five three. It's a pretty good deal with like a hundred. I just spent the whole day it. fixing this thing, getting it ready to just go to Wheeling Weekend this weekend. Hmm. Yeah. So uh, started off with Fred Myers. Uh, <laughs> Colin and I were the first ones there. Uh, it was pretty nice to like pull up and see a dog out the front of the uh, Jeep that Colin had there. And, and uh, Miles was like, is the dog, is that it? Because Colin was in getting groceries and uh, Harper was like slouched down in the Jeep. And Miles just like thought the dog, that was it. Dog's going to do the rest of the camp trip. Um, and he's a good boy, but I don't think he can drive. Um, yeah, I mean, tough, try. Tough sure. He's pedals. tall enough. His legs tall. aren't yeah. long enough, though. <laughs> reach the pedals and see over the dash. Eh. It's one or the other for him, I think. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think you get one or the other. Cruise control would be nice for that circumstance. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was a nice, nice leisurely cruise out to uh, uh, Vale for the first stop. Right? No. Um, Colin tried to get us all to run out of gas. No. Um, but we stopped in Burns, I guess, before we stopped at Vale. Yeah, exactly. And I could have made it all the way to Vale on one tank, just like I made yeah. it all the way from Rome to home <laughs> on one tank. And everybody was, I don't know. I don't think we can make yeah, it. We... Like, I could have made it just fine. It didn't seem like the way to start the trip. Well, I did it. I, I won't. But only because I knew that Colin had texted me to say that he could have made it. So I, th- I said, well, if Colin could have made it, I definitely can make it. So <laughs> here we go. Yeah. Turns out I had the worst fuel economy in the group. <laughs> Least yeah, amount of power. My, yeah. Lack, yeah, lack no of power. It'll do that. <laughs> uh, electric, electrical gremlins. Uh, and literally less aerodynamic than a cow, anime boobs, a lobster, uh, a gerbil. Yeah. A lobster yep. going the yeah, wrong a lo- way. <laughs> a lobster in the wrong direction. Yeah, that's who. Just you wait. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna start yeah. designing some aerodynamic, uh, like snap-ons, so that I could start to get 
some sort of mileage. I don't know. <laughs> I've seen those grills on the JKs. They're the black ones that oh, have like the yeah. triangles. That yeah, yeah angry. angles or headlights. Yeah, they're, they're like all for aerodynamics. Yeah. Yeah, that should probably be mm-hmm. your next step. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. after that, yeah. some stickers to that aren't that don't say Rubicon on your hood, but say something else. Yeah, I got to put something oh. else on there. You should put something. I'm gonna else get on fire there. truck. Yeah. Oh my yeah, god. You would. You would. <laughs> <laughs> Cheap people, man. I'm gonna put them over the back fender. <laughs> Call back to five episodes ago when I boldly proclaimed. I don't like cheesy shit. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You don't gimmicky. Gimmicky. Yeah. He's yes. going like to have trail badges soon yeah. too. I don't remember ever saying Other that. than the misfits, of course. Mm. Other than the misfits. I don't even care about the misfits. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'd almost no. I don't want to get in a music argument. No. I, Not this early on. <laughs> That's no. a podcast ender. <laughs> but oh, <laughs> but if you're going to yeah. start. Uh well well, yeah, we hit the dirt. Yeah, okay, so, so you guys made it to Vail. <laughs> we made it to Vail. We topped, yeah. we topped off again and only needed a, a handful of gallons. Um, but I guess Vail was the most expensive fuel over the weekend, So, which was a little surprising. Yeah, Vail's not that big. But, well, but, that's the, but right? the thing is, it's not that big, but it's a hell of a lot bigger than Rome, and Rome had the same fuel prices as Burns. So yeah. that was what was weird was that Vale was more Major. expensive than Rome. So I was going to say major, oops, major highway. Um, but um, they're both kind of major th- through ways, but I think that the going through Rome, whatever that 78 or 76 or whatever that is, I think that's got more traffic than 20 because I think it catches a lot of that North South or South North traffic that there's more trucks for sure i, don't I feel think so, like because because going through vale you end up just green. you end up in ontario and all that for and yeah it's like the, and then the fast route yeah. into and then you cross Boise. into 84 yeah so yeah yeah i don't i don't know i still think maybe there's a lot there's a lot of people on that road we never yeah, drive I mean, it that far but there's I, a lot of people. i suppose it's like large ranch land areas too so there's probably a lot of ranch trucks that come through there and get their fuel kind of like how they do in yeah. fields so yeah so, yeah except for fields is like highway robbery <laughs> it's so expensive yeah. and they know it <laughs> they do buy, yeah buy our expensive hamburger shakes. and milkshakes while we fill yeah. up with your expensive ass gasoline and don't worry we've only got regular no, they've mm-hmm. got to take a premium there. Do they even have diesel? Yeah. Got, oh, they do? Yeah. They've got diesel. I thought for some reason they, they've got they, diesel you were and doing that big tank octane of, boost no matter what. Um, no, they so that, that big tank that's off to the side now, like the new tank, mm-hmm. that's that was premium, but it's yep. but it's non F. So it was like it was Ethanol. like seven fifty yeah. well, or whatever. So it was By the way, <laughs> that's what's in Rome because that's what I put in my rig. Oh yeah, well and it, was, oh, wow. it wasn't seven fifty. It was like <laughs> it was under six dollars for sure. It was like five five something. Mm-hmm. Five something. I it was too much, but not so much that I like couldn't get a snack on the way home. Yeah. Well yeah. Reg- yeah. regular was still. Uh, under so you five. guys hit the dirt and then what happened? 
Yeah, we uh, well, yeah. we hit the dirt, and then as soon as we got past the gas prices the this week field, on the podcast, <laughs> we aired down <laughs> because uh, you know it's a lot of miles to be running street pressure on. Not that one of us uh, didn't air down. We'll, we'll, uh, we, can cover, we can cover that later. I can't wait to tell my part of this story. You could stop your story at about 11 p.m. and then I'll start mine. Right. Yeah. If yeah. we're sticking so, true to the timeline. So yeah. we are driving for for a while and everything's are going good. It was a really cool road. You kind of missed out coming out in the dark because the road was actually pretty neat um, yeah. on the way in. There's cool stuff. Um, there's a lot of like the creek and river like washes that were dry that were, you know, just kind of back and forth over the wash five, six times before you <laughs> move on for a little while to the next one. Um, and then yeah. Kate started getting a little motion sickness going on. Um and this was pretty late on. We were like almost, we were like a half hour from camp at this point. And so they were, Tyson was like, well, we're going to stop and let Kate get her footing again and feed the dogs and yada, yada, just keep going and we'll catch back up. And so, uh, so Aaron and Mike and I kind of continued on. And then we, right when we get to the, uh, the like, where the roads start to split to get into our camp spot. Uh, we start figuring out ways to mark it so that we can tell Tyson, like yeah. show Tyson where to go. And by the time we finished marking the, the, I'm drawing the two turns, arrows. he just yeah. like gets on the, he's on the radio and he's right behind us. He's like, Oh, Hey guys, what's going on? <laughs> so we're like, well, okay, I guess we'll just continue <laughs> I'm, on. I'm like dragging my foot across the ground to try and make a big ass arrow. And he's like, what are you doing, Mike? I'm like, ah. <laughs> so, yeah, so we got into camp okay. right before, kind of right before dark, basically enough, enough light for everybody to get set up other than uh, Tyson having some diesel heater fuel leakage issues that he was fairly upset about. Um, and uh, yeah, we set up and had dinner and, hung out for the night and then right before uh going to bed i was it was just me and aaron left and we were talking and and i said i said to him you know what's going to happen is we're going to wait all this time and then uh we're going to go to bed and we're going to get in our tents we're going to get all you know snuggled in getting ready to fall asleep and then we're going to, that's when we're going to hear Sean. Sean's going to show up. And fucking sure enough, it was just like, I had just gotten cozy and I start hearing a little bit of a rumble and I, you know, well, maybe it's a plane. I don't know. Uh, and then it became more obvious and I can hear Aaron from the tent <laughs> nearby. You were right, Colin. <laughs> or no, it was a, it was a, you called it Colin. And then, uh, yeah. And then there was some lights on my tent and stuff and here comes a uh, a land cruiser and that's when sean got there yeah yeah that yeah. was the coldest night of the trip mm -hmm. we got all like squared away in our tent and i had uh, a propane heater except that Haley Haley grabbed like everything for the propane heater including new propane canisters and like everything we needed for a little buddy except we forgot the 
base for the propane tank. So it's just like trying to fall over everywhere. So I didn't use it the first night and I was like, it's going to be all right. It'll be fine. We'll stay warm. And we had had like nine blankets on top of miles. I swear he couldn't get up if he wanted to. Um, and then Haley and I were like just right on the edge of not uh, comfortable. Um, and I was over the edge of not comfortable because halfway through the night, I gave all the blankets over to Haley. Um, and then, so I tried to hang the, the little buddy from the uh, tent the next night to try and like warm things up. Instantly torched my tent uh, bug screen. Just gone. <laughs> right above it. Just gone. I have a hole like this freaking big in the top of my tent now. That's just... <laughs> I was like, wow. Just took one and it and then it like went out instantly also. So I couldn't keep it warm. Uh, but that night was chilly. I got up in the morning to pee as the sun was coming up. Um, and uh, like frost on everything. I had some beauty shots of the murder plants that were surrounding our area. Um, it was a lot of fun. But but the next night was perfect. Yeah, it, oh, was, it was really nice. The plants at that first place, I guess they are the same ones. They just weren't dry. It was really wet. So I didn't have, like, the dog didn't get anything in her feet that time. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah. anyways, <clears throat> yeah, mine, uh, my start was uh, pretty typical for me. I started uh, a couple days in advance when Mike had probably already been fully packed and ready to go and chill in the fridge and all that stuff, I decided, Hey, I think I am going to go on this camp trip that we've been talking about for months. <laughs> and so I, uh, did an oil change on, on my new fresh motor. And I proceeded to pop a power steering pressure line in my cul-de-sac <laughs> when I was turning to go into the driveway. So that was pretty sweet. Uh, so luckily because it's, dash six and line and i got a bunch of fittings and line i just fixed it which was great more on that another time um but i i fixed it and i did my oil change in record time probably like 40 minutes total texting jesse the whole time uh and then uh that was thursday night yeah thursday night and then friday worked and left and i left town i don't know six hours or so behind everybody else. It wasn't roughly. Six, no, it was, it was four. You guys left it. It was, it was like four, four and a half because we had like just hit the, uh, we were just leaving Vale when you texted and said hey, we're about to leave. And then by the time we were airing down and we were like yeah. almost losing service is when you said that you were, that you had left. So, so yeah, so you're, you're like that four, four and a half. You're basically the drive to Vale behind us. Yeah. Um, and it was nice, nice, uh, drive. <clears throat> My drag link came loose twice, which is weird because I didn't touch it during the swap. Uh, I put that on before our Alvord camp trip at the beginning of the year. So no idea why the jam nuts came loose, but I didn't tighten them enough in Riley because by the time I got to, I don't know, just the other side of burns, my steering wheel was like 90 degrees one direction and i was like this this is not right something is off sure enough that's what it was so fix that went to Vale, got a expensive fill up like everybody was talking about and then we 
proceeded to follow the route that Colin gave us, which was awesome. That new Onyx feature where they actually show you the whole route instead of waypoints. It's not that new, but it's the first time I'd used it like that. Oh my God. So nice. It was basically, it wasn't like turn by turn, but at least I could watch it. But I did make one mistake in that whole scenario. <laughs> For some reason, when I first looked at the map, I think that it said that there was like 14 miles between Vale and like the first turn off or there was 14 miles in there somewhere. So in my head, mm -hmm. I get to Vale. It's late, like 930, probably, I think. Yeah, about 930. And we're, you know, get we get gas, snacks. We're just kind of hanging out, having a good time. I'd had a great afternoon. Like it was a really good drive, even with a couple little things happening. We we're just whatever pace we wanted, 80 sometimes, 60 sometimes, whatever. It was great. And I turn off on the gravel and I'm just stoked. Like we're, we're going, I did not air down by the way, everybody else aired down. I didn't, it was a gravel road for quite a while. It did get to the point where there was actually a little bit of stuff to go over. Um, but at first it was just a road that I was actually going fast on. It was great. Even with 40 PSI in the tires, I was going 50 for a while in the pitch black, but I kept looking at the map and I was like, this is a long 14 miles. <laughs> and then I was like, we get to 10 miles and I'm like, I don't, maybe it's 40 miles. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's 41 miles, not 14 miles. And Lauren's like, yeah, maybe whatever, you know, we're just cruising. And then finally I was like, Jesus, it's definitely more than that too, because I'm looking at like, I'm doing like the, the scale on the map on my phone going, mm -mm, that's not it. We've gone a quarter of the way. So anyways, it was 60 something miles. It turns out. And 60, I got there yeah. at yeah. roughly 1230 local time because you change a time zone in that trip. Um, but it was great. I mean, super easy. And it was a little cold. Like Mike said, I, my, uh, shout out to CBT, right? My, my tent is very warm. Most of the time I got a little cold, but not bad dog in there and everything. Everything's good. Yep. We had a summer version of our tent and it's uh, wide open in the top. It's not designed for winter. And that was our own decision. Yeah. Uh, but in the same kind of story, Haley was listening to the radio while we were driving and Colin said, we're going to miles to camp. And Haley's like, Oh great. It's only 16 miles. <laughs> and so her and I thought it was 16 miles for the first while. And I came back over the radio and I was like, Hey Colin, did you say 16 or did you say 60? And he was like, Oh yeah, I got six zero. <laughs> and I was like, ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. But I was like, just not, I was like, I thought we should have been there by now. It's the worst road than I thought. It was actually like kind of a cool road though, even in the dark, like I couldn't see anything um, as far as like scenery goes, but saw owls and all sorts of other birds and bunnies. So many rabbits. It was crazy. Saw a coyote, everything. It was crazy. Um, and then we got to camp and I, I couldn't tell it's like on a dry part of the riverbed. And what is Jesse doing? Jesse has a bug. <laughs> um, it, we're on like this dry part of the riverbed and since it's dark and everybody's in bed i like open the door and look down with my rock lights on and i'm like i don't know if it's wet or not i can't tell i don't think it's wet but it might be wet because <laughs> i parked kind of far away from everybody to make sure i didn't wake anybody up it ended up being fine it was dry for a while yep. i did walk out there though and it was wet like 20 feet away from where i thought it might be wet so yeah we're right on the edge yeah, that was like the, it was cracked and uh, it was like eight inches down before the ground got solid. Yeah, it was kind of uh, crazy. 
Miles stepped out of the Jeep and just his foot went like, ah, where'd my foot go? And I was like, no, you got to stand on top of these, bud. Oh, my God. Just the right size to get down in some of those holes. I was like, he's going to break his ankle. Uh, he didn't. He's fine. It was, a, it was a good spot, Colin. That was nice. It was a good like location, too, which I'm sure is obviously why you picked it. But like that being right there on the river, right when you get there, it worked out really well. That's always the best. Yeah, just on the other side of a tree line. Well, we had those planes so fly over. It was kind of nice to have the tree line there as well, just as a yeah. like barrier from anything else. Not that there was anybody else out there, but like separates you a little bit. No, man. Just the aircraft. That was the cool part. There yeah. was some aircraft. Yeah. yeah lots of air- That's one thing that we're. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's one thing we're so lucky with. Um, it like in the middle in the Cascades, you can get away from people pretty easy, right? It's not too bad. Um, and close to bend, it's pretty easy to get away from people. But when you get deep into that Southeastern Oregon stuff, there is no one. It, it's so uncommon to run across another person. In fact, you know, we'll get to it, I guess. But second night, like I have bad luck in that spot, it turns out. But that's the only time I ever see people is that like prime camp spot. Otherwise, never anybody out there. You'll see people in the lava uh, bed area there, yeah. but that's it. Um, so, yeah, we yeah. Uh, we went to bed and woke up and fished. I fished for a while because uh, it's Plane. a big river and then some awesome like planes. Flew by. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. Luke is going to murder me because he's going to know that I'm going to butcher this, but they were like, they were cubs, like carbon cubs or something. They're little bush planes. That's super yeah. cool. And there was probably what, seven or eight of them. Yeah. It was like six, yeah, six four, or seven four or five. Something like that. Like, cause there was so, well, so all from four to eight. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of them came by a couple times though. The guy with like the orange, yeah, the and orange black, and black triangle one. wings and stuff came by a number of times. So cool. I think, yeah, yeah. flying low, ultimate overlanders, and, yeah, flying low and flapping their wings at us, and yeah, it was kind of it was it was yeah. pretty neat. Yeah, cool. To, yeah, cool they were to definitely watch. doing better than the side by side guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good. And then we um, left. We left kind of late. I was oh, surprised yeah, yeah. at how late we actually got <laughs> we on the on the road. Like once I looked at my clock, I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, yeah. It was that was it was time to open a beer. Latest, basically, as soon as we got yeah. moving, <laughs> that was one of our latest starts. I think we've ever had. Which I don't know if that was. I mean, that partly could have been uh, the time change because we had lost an hour getting out there due to the time change. And I think yeah. that we all had our internal clocks as a, like, you know, we, we typically, unless we really have to put down miles, we're typically pretty good about everyone knowing eh, between nine and 10 is usually when we roll out. And we definitely didn't roll out until like 1130 yeah. local time. So it was, you know, so it was close to what was we would have normally done, but hmm, it was definitely like, yeah. 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 But but it was nice to just throw a beer in the cup holder and enjoy yourself on the road. Yeah. Uh, I mean, a road soda. Yeah. No, it was a, it was good. And then we had, um, I think it was just like a normal start, right? Like there was, wasn't really much to the start. No. And then pretty quickly we got on the river. Did we cross first before I found those crazy, that crazy fishing spot? 
We yeah, must, that was, we must you have. Mean before I that found the crazy I fishing think. spot. No, that was right before sure, the fishing before you spot. did. Yes, yeah. and I spotted all before, of the fish yeah. at the very top of the surface, and I said, "Oh wow, look at that!" Oh my god! <laughs> and then it turned oh out, oh my we god, were it was ten feet from the from the actual crossing, the first crossing. Oh, I was ready for you guys to leave me for the rest of the day. I was fine. <laughs> I I was like, yeah, well, you know, whatever. And then Mike stopped. Luckily. And we hung out for not very long, like 20 minutes. Like I just went down there and tried for a, a minute, but I was like, I have no idea anything about this place and what it actually, you know, what's going on there as far as bugs and fish. And so I threw a few things out there and there was some, they were jumping and doing all sorts of stuff. I've never seen that big of a fish that close to the top of the water for an extended period of time. Usually those big ones are down low and they'll, they'll surface and they'll get things obviously like that's what they're doing but they're not making it a habit of like hanging out at the top but they were just going around eating stuff out of the like the sub layer it was wild i uh i hadn't seen anything like that it was like the weirdest cross between um it was weird but i'll just put it that <laughs> way it was weird so did the the life flight helicopter give you any trouble when it flew around real close a couple times? Yeah, it really screwed me over actually away? because yeah. I had the funniest part about that was the water started moving so much and I had to dry fly out. It sunk my fly because the water was moving <laughs> like this. I was like, okay, well that's a different experience. But then now I know why, but like he, he or they were like right on top of me because I'm sure they were trying to figure out what we were doing. And if we were the people they were looking for and like, well, and Haley, Haley was on the oh shore. Just waving at us. <laughs> yeah. It came like <laughs> right by us, stayed, went a little further back and then came back and stayed again. Yeah. And then left, and I was just like, "What is going on here? Please leave." Well, next time you want to go yeah, fishing, sorry. Sean, and you don't want life flight around, um, I have the direct line to comms, so you can call them and put out a notum and say, "Excuse me, I'm going to be fishing here. Please do not fly. If you're going to fly in this zone, zone, if you're going to fly, you should give us that so that we can let them know that. Sorry, my wife's just waving at you to be kind, not because we need help. Yeah." <laughs> Yeah, Tyson, Tyson and I were trying to signal to them, like, no, we're we're good. Like, I gave him the, the thumbs up, and then Tyson did the uh, the nautical. Apparently, it was the nautical sign for the okay, <laughs> which is huh. which is just this, I guess. I I don't know, yeah. but I guess that's a, a oh god, a, they're probably a like, oh, he's right there. Yeah, that's, he's right there. Apparently, that's a nautical single <laughs> signal. So they, it's me. It's yeah, me. all those helicopter pilots and the boat. Yeah. Fly. I'm doing this. Yeah. Like, get out of here. It's the boat of the sky. Please go away. Can't you see <laughs> I'm fucking fishing? Yeah, exactly. I, and I'm just, I'm filming them. I just have my phone and I'm just going like, huh? Yeah. So uh, he's going by a lot. <laughs> fast forward the story a little bit. The, what we're talking about is as I was fishing this fishing hole, this life flight helicopter shows up out of nowhere. And as we said, we're like, I don't know, three hours from any kind of sort of civilization at all. And that's being like generous. Like it'd, it'd be a quick three hours to get to where we were crazy. There's nothing out there. And there's all of a sudden this life flight helicopter. And we're like, what the hell? So we go through our first of a few river crossings, which was really cool. By the way, we can go back to that. And by the time we get to like the third one, one, I suppose. The second one. Second one. Okay. 
suddenly we see the helicopter again and it's on the other side of the road and we're like oh cool look at look at the helicopter it's just hanging out and in my head i thought maybe they're having lunch maybe they're on like a training <laughs> mission or something because there's no hurry up happening they're just hanging i think you, I think you said that yeah on the you did yeah you're like oh they must be just like finding a relaxing spot <laughs> they really were just like hanging and then all of a sudden colin says oh there's uh there's a side by side that's like almost in the river rolled over over there and sure enough there, there was like a new whatever on its side so i don't i'm assuming maybe that the person must not have been hurt too badly i hope um because like i said they just really were kind of like eh, whatever going along their day um and then they yelled at me to not go across the river yet yeah so i stopped <laughs> <laughs> they were they were getting ready to take off and you cannot move around yeah so very badly you wanted to be like, you're not my dad. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't because it had, you know, medical stuff. <laughs> yeah, they're more important than us for sure. Yeah. Turns out. Turns out. <laughs> yeah, they definitely are. Yeah, yeah. Haley drove that section, which was really cool. She hadn't done that before. So she jumped in the driver's seat and uh, she did two of the river crossings. Um, and like drove through some of the sections there and had a good time. Um, it was kind of neat to sit in the passenger seat and just kind of like, Oh, do a little bit of this or do a little bit of that and do some guidance from the side there. She really liked driving. So yeah, she did the deepest river crossing. Uh, Cause that second, that second crossing yeah. was definitely the deepest and had the fastest water for sure. Oh yeah. yeah and I got deep. water inside the Jeep there. <laughs> my, uh, door seal. Whoops. Yeah, well, what are you gonna do? Yeah, that's we don't do that. Like crossing a river has never happened in all of the things that we've done. So that was really it was a fun thing. When I saw Colin go through that one, his it was above his back bumper when he started going up the other side, and I was like, oh, that's deep because I think my rig is a little shorter at the rockers than his. (laughs) So um, I just I just went when it was time. I didn't. I just thought, well. Well, I'm already here. It's not like I'm going to turn around. So it was fine. No water in. Everything good. Really easy. Colin came up the bank of the first one with a stick. It's, I think it's about this deep, but uh, I didn't do the whole thing. And I was like, oh, okay, that's good enough. I'll try it. Yeah. Sure, you bet. I'll drive across there. What's going to happen? Yeah, right? I was only able to, shoes only able to walk uh, about half of 37 deep. That's, that's, as, that's as deep as I could figure it was. I'm like, eh, it's probably fine. Yeah, all right, all right. yeah, it barely touched the rocker. We were yeah. fine. But, yeah. uh, but I was like, you know, you didn't have to walk it. I'd have done it. I'd have tried. <laughs> Worst that could happen. Yeah, it was just, it had that it's one established spot. route. How bad yeah. could it be, right? Well, yeah, it's, there's that. And it's just like, but it was like getting out there and none of us have done that road before. And so it was like kind of an, a little bit of an unknown despite watching videos of other people doing it and whatnot. But there was just that one spot right on that entry of the first crossing that like looked like suspiciously deep because it got like dark in the water fairly quickly. And I just, I couldn't tell how deep it was. And that was my only like concern was, was that one little section. And then once we put one car through, it was like, Oh, it's, it's obviously not anything to, to worry about. Cause then we did the next crossing without even really looking at it. And it was definitely deeper (laughs) and the water was moving faster. yeah, I rode on the hood for the third crossing. Yeah, well, that one was 
probably the easiest one too so it was only like deep right at the last second but it was just like that the first part was oh it was about eight inches up past my knee when i walked through after everybody left me in the middle of the river Yeah, that was your choice You could have jumped on with me. Yeah, you could have jumped on my a choice, car. Yeah, my <laughs> choice. Or, you know, you could have just waited and then rode with Lauren across. But, you know, you you decided to have her drive it across. So, Yeah, I had her go the whole way. I had I didn't. There was no telling anything. I just said, all right, I'll see you on the other side. And I got out. Because <laughs> she's, you know, she's a pro. I'm not. I'm, like, literally not worried at all. Yeah. What's the well, worst that could happen? Uh, the only thing she said was that she can't, I can't really reach the pedal. Oh yeah. Cause the she seat's was, like, trying not to moving, get... moving right now. Yeah, Land cruiser problems. Or something. Yeah. yeah. It's like, never mind. It's so close already, but you know, she's a little shorter than I am. Yeah. Well, it was, she also, she also complained about your, uh, your gas pedal. It definitely wasn't the, uh, the smoothest it's of so throttling touchy. across. <laughs> oh my God. So when we got, that was the first time I've ever done low range more than, uh, one bit down the street and so when i finally put it in low range i was like oh my god i'm gonna have to relearn how to drive this because it, it, the tiniest little bit of throttle input and you're jumping over stuff so i'm like trying to figure it out before it was so lazy uh that you, it just didn't matter you do whatever you want and it would kind of go at your suggestion but do you have you reprogrammed have- that uh throttle position sensor what do you mean by reprogramming sure, like so you can basically set it up to learn zero to a hundred percent. So like when I first did the LS swap on the TJ, it was a hundred percent at like three quarter pedal. Mm. And so the last quarter of pedal did was just staying at a hundred percent and it was really touchy. And then I, I basically, there's like, a, I don't know how you run through it, but I did something on my, um, I think you like unplug something and you plug it back in and you do something else. And then you go wide open to back to wide open again, and it learns. Mm-hmm. And then I set up my tuner or my uh, um, OBD2 like little tuner thing, and I could read that I was going to 100% at 100% throttle and back. Um, so maybe that's why it's so touchy. I know from data logs that it's not doing that. So okay. Um, I mean, it's been reset four times at least in this whole scenario, anyways. But it's just, I mean, it's just going from a 1994 throttle cable with 190 horsepower on its best day to twice that with drive by wire. It's just completely different Mm -hmm. feel. Um, so it's just, and it's like the throttle cable on the uh, land cruiser to start had so much tension. Anybody that had driven it would, would know that it takes so much to press it down that if you even have the slightest muscle memory, you're going straight to the floor <laughs> right now. Cause there's no resistance on that drive by wire pedal. It, there's some, obviously it's got a spring and it's, it's got some, but like nothing compared to what it was before. It was like, there was the last 20% funny enough after your comment there, the last 20% of the throttle in the land cruiser was almost impossible to get. Cause you had to press so hard to make that happen. <laughs> so it's a little different now. You could be the first person to ever buy a pedal commander to make their throttle Calm it less down. sensitive. No, man, I'm all about Pete from uh whatever, uh, ultimate nine. What's the damn, what's his company? It's ult- ultimate nine. That's right. I'm going to dial this <laughs> down to one for this one. <laughs> 
turn the, the bilge just pump on. Yeah, bilge pumps. And- God, that guy's a <laughs> yeah, badass. <laughs> he, that is, I love all the characters on that show. That is by far my favorite YouTube show. Far and away, just, yeah. But Pete from Ultimate Nine is the ultimate badass. <laughs> With his big old Nissan. Yeah. That patrol, patrol is sweet. And it's like nothing. Patrol on, what, 35s? Yep. That's it. I'm sure it's got other stuff done to it, but he drives it like it's a buggy. Like, he has no problems with anything. He's never getting stuck. He's never the first guy through. I'll give him yeah. that. But Which he just drives everything. Could be good or bad, depending on the situation. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's also smart. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's the guy that's like, yeah, um, you he's do that first. Guy, yeah. Hey, Sean, everybody learned I'll, the mistakes. I think I'll go around. Yeah, I don't think he goes. Why don't you check that for Crocs, and then I'll drive through it. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen him do a no go around. He just he he just dials in the pedal commander, and then uh, and then takes it. (laughs) I'm gonna set it to six for this one. (laughs) Uh, Oh, I got a I have a beer in the freezer. Hold on just a second, Um, and then also I got to use the potty. Oh my god! Well, thanks for muting. If you want to wait for Mike, I have a story about the last time I was in Vale. There's not a lot of reasons to go to Vale, so I'm, no, I'm curious. There's not a lot this. of reasons to wait for Mike either, so, so go for I, it. So <laughs> uh, when I was about 16 years old, I had to get from LeGrand to Bend, and I didn't have a, a vehicle to get me from LeGrand to Bend. So Ho- Hold on. Why were you in LeGrand without a vehicle? Oh, I, I was not going to make a long story longer. but um, so let's let's. So my dad owned the bowling alley. He built an, his dream was to build a bowling alley. And so he he built a bowling alley in Legrand because they didn't have one and the closest place to go bowling was in Baker City, which by the way, Baker City Bowl is the best bowling alley I have ever been to in my life. Okay. You still take your own scores and it's like those old projectors that um you had in elementary school dating myself yep. that would look down and then project it up. Yep. And that's how you show your scores up at, on top. Um, so anyway, uh, I had gone over to Legrand with my dad to work at the bowling alley for the summer and I had to get back home. Uh, the Greyhound does not go into bend. I don't know if you guys know that or not. So, in order to bus into Bend, you have to take the Greyhound to one of the transit stations that takes, it's like the, it's not the cat. It's what the cat was before it was the, the cascade area transit or whatever. So anyway, the, the bat, the Bend area transit. It's like that, <laughs> but the, I know, I know what you're talking about. Got it. So you can't go where the fuck you want to. Cause the Greyhound won't get exactly. Yeah. So, I had to take the Greyhound from the Grand to Ontario. Well, in Ontario, that little bus at the transit station left us before we got there. So there's 16-year-old me and about five other people who just got, we're trying to get to Bend from now Ontario. And the bus to take us home left. Oh, my God. <laughs> so this little shit bus line was like well we're sorry we'll put you up in a hotel room here in ontario i don't remember the last time you guys were in ontario but all the hotels in ontario are shit and they also they also double bunked us oh my god 
<laughs> so I got bunked with this sixteen-year-old Jesse. Sixteen-year-old Jesse got bunked with this uh, uh, native man who was already drunk when he got off the bus, and he's like, "I'm gonna go get beer," and he comes back into the the hotel room with a thirty rack of natty ice and oh, man. says, "And says, do you want one?" But not. Even listening to my answer is already in throw. <laughs> Overhand throws me that a wasn't beer. A question. It was rhetorical. <laughs> it was rhetorical. Throws me a beer. I catch it and I was like, "Oh fuck, okay." You know, so I crack a beer and I sit and I drink with this native man and listen to his stories. And he ends up talking about how he wants to bash the uh, bus driver in the head with a lead pipe. And at that point in time, I was like, I am not sleeping tonight, and I'm probably not drinking any more beer. <laughs> well, you obviously made it. Yeah, well, obviously Are there I any lead pipes around? Uh, Come on. Well, there was a scrapyard on the other side of the hotel. Oh, That's shit. where our room looked out on. onto the scrapyard. Oh, my God. So, um, got on the bus the next morning and drove through Vail on the way home. And that was the last time I was in Vail. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I made I made it back to Bend. And the funny thing is, is my dad made it back to Bend before I did. Oh my God. <laughs> How did he feel about sending you on the bus and then beating you oh, there? I don't think I've ever, like, I've seen my dad mad. Like, I've made my dad so mad that he's red, but I have never seen my dad as mad as he was at that company. Like, he was about to tear somebody apart like oh, an alien too like when the queen <laughs> alien rips the android in half like if my mom wasn't there my dad would have done that to every single employee at that bus station <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so that's bad point of the story don't piss off a Pollock. yeah it's true or a man so, with a lead pipe yeah or or a man with a lead pipe yeah somebody hands you a natty ice you take it. <laughs> you say, thank nah, you, sir. Nah. Yeah, Throws tosses. you overhand. Yeah. That's, <laughs> natty ice. That's, hand, that's hands you. That's fine. It's the same. Hand to hand. In that natty ice world, that's hands. Yeah. 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 He didn't kick uh, it over to you. So. No, he's a nice guy. Uh, yeah. He didn't try to rape me or anything. So we're cool. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, please continue your story about now the uh, third water crossing and... Uh, Life flight has now left you alone. Mm, yeah. Oh, you mean the freaking tease of a helicopter that was trying to start up and fly away for eight minutes? They got a lot of stuff to go over. They There's do. a whole check. Mm -hmm. And then we got to be not moving and they got to confirm that we're not moving. And then all the stuff. It was stuff. started up and like it went, ooh, and you could hear it starting up. And I was like, all right, that's nothing yet, nothing yet. And you hear it hit the second step where you're like, all right, now they're getting ready to go. And I started filming. 30 seconds later, I turned off the filming, staying in the same spot. 30 seconds later, started filming again, thinking, like, it's got to be now. Nothing. Hits a third step, a, diff a whole different step. And we're, like, three or four minutes into it running now, and I've got lots of video of this helicopter just sitting still <laughs> just and idling. nothing happening. And so finally, I was like, I find I got to pee. And I turn around, I go pee. And as soon as I get peeing, it goes, ooh. And I'm like, just trying to get the phone out. And I'm like, I haven't even put my belt back on. It was great. Freaking tease. Life flight. You know what you did. 
<laughs> yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> that, uh, it did take a while. And then I felt bad because I moved in the middle of it. And I was like, that's definitely part of the problem here. I should not have done that. They definitely <laughs> can see me this whole time. And they're like, I don't know if that guy's going to go across the river. We better stay. So, yeah, yeah, we moved on from there and then um, pushed through to our favorite little camp spot out there, I think. And that didn't work. And as <laughs> soon as we got down there, my car stopped working. <laughs> And everybody but Mike promptly moved the fuck on. Well, I had to, I was, was great. I was last in line at that point, and so when you guys were like, "Oh, we gotta, we're going down here to turn around," I had a spot to turn around in. So I just turned around and like went about my business. And then mm. I hear on the radio, Sean's car won't start. <laughs> so it just went dead. Nothing. <laughs> and so, in my infinite wisdom, the first thing I did was hook up the obd2 hp tuners thing i was like i'll just see what it's doing right like i got the laptop here i got the cable i did this on purpose nothing so useful will not communicate will not communicate will not communicate and i was like that's weird and then i kept cycling the key and all of a sudden i went fuel pump's definitely not turning on that's weird so i checked my fuse block that i uh that's part of the swap for the you know the the fuel pump and the injectors and all that stuff and nothing all good okay check inside because i'm like well there's a main ecu power that i think i used but i don't really remember even though it's only been a few months all those are fine and then i thought mm, i tied my ecu power into my radio because it was really easy to get to <laughs> and that fuse is under the hood <laughs> Let's check that one because I've already blown it once. Sure enough, that's what it was. Mike, lifesaver as always, had a bunch of 20 amp fuses and uh, plopped one of those guys in, started right up, and we were on our way again. It's no problem. It took like 10 minutes. I was really hoping that that so. story was going to lead to a Miles framing hammer and hitting your fuel tank with the framing no. hammer since that's how we fix the fuel, the fuel pump in a past God. trip. <laughs> Things have gone awry if that happens at this point. Yeah, well. There's enough stuff in there. It worked once. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was it was confusing though. I'll tell you that much. Like at the start of it was like I don't know what this could be. I've been through everything with this vehicle and I don't know what this problem could be because it's never happened. And then I realized it had happened. It just happened when it was like not actually starting because I was cycling ignition a bunch and then I popped the fuse and then I noticed the fuel pump wouldn't go because it's the Toyota is turning the thing on. Like my, my wire is from my ignition switch. It's not from the ECU, right? So it'll try to start if the ECU is not turned on every time. It doesn't care, but the fuel pump, is triggered by the ECU. So that's where I was like, wait a second, there's something going on here. So anyways, it was, uh, well, I didn't help easy. that, that miles and I kept standing right in the way <sighs> that and was you were like, yeah. Hey, can you just uh, move over there? And I was like, yeah, yeah. And then I'd move over there and then miles would run up to the front. Cause he was worried about you. And I'd try and go get him and then be right where you needed to be again. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh God. Okay, it's tough for me too. Uh, Cause like I, if I'm in a high stress situation like that, usually I'm trying to figure out what's going on and I'm not saying anything. And so I'm trying to like run through all the scenarios. I'm looking at things. I'm like doing all of my stuff, but I'm not talking. So like, you know, with Lauren and I, she's kind of watched, like she knows when to say, Hey, did you check this or whatever? Like she'll wait a certain amount of time. What in between that? And like, 
my friends walk up and they're like, Hey, uh, does it have gas? And I'm like, what the, what the fuck? Of course it's got gas. I'm not stupid. Like <laughs> I didn't say I that. Know what's wrong way, with I like to point out that I did not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, or they'll, you know, you'll pop off. Someone will pop off with a, what's wrong. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong. That's why I'm I knew silently, wrong, I furiously that. running around this We're thing and touching everything. Like, I'm not sure yet. <laughs> so that was a that was a nice little bit mike was kind of like he just had like one comment just like hey did you uh and i said nope and he goes okay i'm just gonna backs away <laughs> what tool do you need well, pliers okay yeah <laughs> it was i'm good. just here to help it was good we we have a good uh we have a good relationship in that kind of stuff because sean is very like particular and solid and i'm very much like well we're gonna get you home like whatever that takes Mm -hmm. um, but it was it played out that way in the dunes trip where you were like i just need a moment of support and then we'll find solutions a little bit later <laughs> and i was like great okay. what do you want from me and you're yeah. like all right great um but that that's kind of a, a healthy back and forth and jesse's probably a little bit more like me in this that we're just like well we're we're here and we're gonna go home eventually let's figure out what it takes to do that um and half my jeeps run that way <laughs> So uh, the weekend before this trip, I took it out wheeling with Tyson and uh, crushed my uh, oil pan because that's something you could do if you hit a rock hard enough. Um, and my transmission cross member, and uh, I still drove it for six hours the first day and then however long the second and however long the third. Uh, and it was fine. That's I didn't fine. really put any like effort into figuring it out, but it looks like the oil pickup moved with the pan well. So that's that's nice. It's just uh, fabrication. It's trail fabrication, buddy. Yeah. I'm, I'm gaining uh, clearance. Mm -hmm. if, that, if it didn't need to move out of the way, it wouldn't have got hit with a rock. I, I will say, Sean, um, uh, there was one time with my swap that I don't know if you guys remember, I was complaining that the Suburban wouldn't start. I was like, this is so stupid. It just started. I don't know what the fuck is the problem. And I was super angry because it was, I just had a fun cruise with it and then I parked it and it could start. And so I went through, you know, you go, you start from the top and you go through your order of operations. I get back in it and I look to the right and my shifter was in <laughs> neutral. Oops. And I have the safety switch to where it won't even turn on unless it's in park. Uh, and so I take the shifter, push it up, and it starts. <laughs> so at least you had a real problem. <laughs> the fact that I don't have my neutral safety switch hooked up right now is the only reason that I made it home from the dunes without rewiring yeah. things. So <laughs> yeah. needless to say, mine's not like that right now. And I'm I terrified of it all the time. talked me into not adding it to mine. <laughs> yeah. God. Was that dune trip like? Eh, I need one too, but you know what? I don't think I need one now. Yeah. Nah, you got a torque converter. <laughs> Keep your foot on the brake when you get ready to start it. Be responsible. Don't jesse yourself into a toolbox. That was a that was a sticky starter. That's not all my fault. Mm. <laughs> yeah, there's also uh, what's that whose on starter your... is it? Whose starter is it? Whose truck is it? Yeah, what's well, mine? It's still a sticky starter. But, you know, the truck has an identity of its own. 
Oh, okay. And no no torque converter. So and no <laughs> torque converter and a whole shitload of fucking gear down. Yeah. <laughs> when it's in four low low and first gear, it it just continues moving forward no matter what the problem is. Oh man. That's a problem that I've figured out that I've got right now too, is that because my I don't if people will remember my four low debacle with mine. Now I don't have my four low indicate or like uh, trigger set up, which is fine mostly except for the transmission at a slight roll in four low will shift itself up into like third gear. Uh, and then that's so much power that if I'm riding the brake, it's just constantly trying to get over the brakes. <laughs> so that, that's been a, that was the thing I just learned this weekend. It's not terrible. Yeah. Like it'll be fine, mine, but mine does that only because my brakes are awful. Uh, yeah. You go into four low and it tries to walk through the brakes. Yeah. Cause they're terrible. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we, we yeah. did, uh, we did all that stuff. And then sun Saturday night, we had a nice little camp spot. Once we finally got there, um, near haunted some house. haunted houses, not really just homestead <laughs> just, stuff, yeah, old homesteads. um, the bunch of, those stupid little goat's head things on the ground though, that got stuck in every Ugh. dog's paw and every shoe that everybody had. And I did the dumb thing of, um, parking in the field of them too. So it was really worse for that. And Mike is showing us the bike oh, that has a Miles flat tire. Is, yep. Miles motorcycle has two flat tires. Both of them yep. are toast. Yeah. Uh, those, the, those will do that. Like right off the bat. <laughs> so. yeah. 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 It was, uh, that was, that kind of sucked, but otherwise it was really nice. And then, uh, yeah, next morning we just kind of packed it up and went. It was easy. Nothing, nothing crazy at all. The trip home, I thought we were going to do Pillars of Rome, but I think it just took so long that Colin probably took that out of the plan as we were sitting at that gas station. I was like, I don't know if I really want to do that today. Yeah. But well, got a hamburger. Yeah. Instead. It was one of those. I mean, yeah. we, we ran into those ranchers that were, uh, on the road out and they were, moving cattle and they were going they ended up going down the road that we were also needing to go down so instead of going down that road i took a little bit longer way so that we could kind of skirt around them and then continue about our business uh and then we were able to see them in the distance as we were (laughs) driving down the next road still moving the the cattle but so i mean it didn't really it wasn't like it took us that much longer than it than it would have if we would have taken that road but um but yeah and then by the time we got you know stopped aired back up and then into rome everybody fueled up because there's only you know two pumps tech well there's one pump but it's got two nozzles so then and then you know people are hungry and whatnot so we just hung out there and then it was like by the time we actually got moving and I was looking at what time we were going to be getting back. And I had a kid in tow and so did Mike and so did Tyson and it's a school night. And so it was just like one of those things where I was like, well, I know what we're like when we stop someplace to check something out. It's going to be another half hour. It's not going to be like a quick little five minute. Oh, cool. Get in the car and leave. It's going to be, we're going to end up bullshitting for slightly too long and the next thing we know we're not getting home till nine instead of seven you know so um 
so yeah, so it was just one of those things where it's like, eh, unfortunate because it is kind of neat. Um, I would have liked to fly and flown the drone over it a little bit. Yeah, it was it was well, no big deal. But, yeah, but it was just yeah, and it was a nice drive back. It it rained almost enough to clean up the jeep, but not enough for it to clean anything. Just turn it into caked mud of garbage that we can't get <laughs> off now. That's um, that sucked. Like I, as we were going so mad. between, uh, we're getting close to burns. I was like, sweet, it's gonna rain like hard yeah. and burns, and that'll be nice because we'll just get some of this gunk out. It'll be good because it's so dusty. Like not having AC this trip, I had my windows open for a ton, and it just got so gross in there. So we like, I was like, yeah, it's gonna be great, and then it didn't really rain no. until like <laughs> almost to home. Yeah. Pretty much. And then it kind of rained it, it, a little. Yeah, but it wasn't enough. No. It was just enough to make mud on the outside of the vehicle. Yeah. And I parked it outside overnight thinking at least it'll rain overnight and get enough water. But it still wasn't enough. Yeah. And I, so I just have this garbage mud cake. Like, look at my engine bay. It's just ridiculous. I've already uh, done a full uh, clean on mine inside, outside engine everything i had like i had to especially with the inside because it was so dusty i just couldn't deal um and then i had to run to save my son this week and i'm glad that i cleaned the inside at that point because i got got to spend six hours in the car by myself and it was very nice to have a clean car that smelled good and wasn't dusty the outside dirty until today though sean i really don't want to hear any buddy's inside car dust complaints after uh after my weekend i mean i have so uh i had the same amount of windows down as you so i'm sure that you have maybe a little more dust but it can't be that much more your fenders are sealed yeah i think mine are not yeah so my rear fender Mm. wells just let all the dust inside the cargo area and inside the front Uh, it was you might want to fix that i oh really (laughs) i i spent (laughs) i saw i ended up uh spending monday and i like getting everything unloaded and and cleaned like like that but i didn't i didn't wash anything i'm surprised that your guys's engine bays are that dirty mine's like totally fine like no no different looks exactly oh mine uh was power steering fluid oh that's right yeah so so that was your problem (laughs) (laughs) lots lots of atf i was was last car the whole like probably 80 percent of the trip i was i was last car so we would get into things where we'd see everybody start to hit this dust and it would go from like this dust cloud to this bigger dust cloud to this ridiculous dust cloud. And then we'd get in it and Haley would be like, stop. And I was like, I can't see anything. And I'd come to a complete stop, wait a little while, and you guys would be way the hell up there. And I'd have to do like 40 or 50 miles an hour to catch back up to everybody. And Haley's like, why'd you do that? We're back in the dust. Fuck. Because um, we were. Um, yeah. That's why my stuff's so dirty. Uh, I have a soft top and my interior is fine and I'm not mad about it. There's plenty of dust in there, but it's nothing like you windows down boys. So I'm not, yeah. uh, not Sean, my, my beard but, was a different color. Uh, I did get water the, of the day. Both days. <laughs> I believe that <laughs> Like it was, I had on yeah. that, on that last. Yeah. That last push through all that silt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in the back oh. cause we caught the gates and, uh, I think I had the same experience that you had Colin because everybody was, like the dust had settled i had already been far enough behind so i got to go 50 through that stuff those cool little like kind of rolly whoop things with the silt yeah just 
crushed through it. It was awesome. But during that, I started realizing my rear quarter windows, like the slider windows in the back, mm-hmm. were both open like that much. And so that's <laughs> I got some dust going around in there. Sucked but in a little. Not, I'm sure, still not as bad as yours. Oh, but God. it was uh it was a lot still. Like I had I had so much yeah, call I had so much in there that uh when I went to like blow the interior out with you know my compressor at home because there was so much in there uh the slight bit of water that came in from the rain like because again the feathers aren't sealed so it would let a little bit of water in also and i had like this layer this cake layer like maybe like an eighth inch thick that was just wet dirt in on the bottom of the truck that i had to like blow that out scrape it out blow it out but yeah it was i spent i spent a good amount uh probably i mean it was it was a couple hours of just like moving something compressed air blowing everything out move something else compressed air blow everything out again like so much so that my compressor is starting to blow water so then i had to, so i drained the freaking tank all the way out to like oh get the god. water out of it and then start over oh again my god. <laughs> like it was it was a lot there was there was a lot at the first campsite you borrowed my ryobi fan i just have like a battery powered uh like interior yeah. fan to try and blow some shit out of there and i was like it's, it, well it might do something yeah 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 no. Yeah, it didn't 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 do much. It was it's worth a try. It was there was so much. It was like it was it was the amount where it was like anything that you picked up, if you like tilted it over, you could watch all of it like cascade off of like I had, you know, you open the fridge and it would just cascade off of the top of the fridge. Like it was I had I had a lot of dust. A lot of dust. Well it was dust. I had I had just enough dust and just enough water intrusion around my soft top that I failed my clock spring. So uh, when I got home, I had no steering wheel controls. My wipers were just on. That my sounds like Mopar electronics on. to me. <laughs> I had I had no turn signals. I had nothing. And so I was I turned the Jeep off. I went away. And the next morning I got up and it was not raining anymore. And I was going to get the Jeep washed. And I turned it on and the wipers turned on. I was like, oh crap, I forgot to turn the wipers off. And I turned them off. And the wipers stayed on. And so, sunny, nice out. I'm driving around with my wipers on, my headlights on. I have no turn signals. Trying to figure out what's going on. So I took it apart and cleaned everything and put it back together. It all works now again. But uh, I had just the right amount of moisture and dirt to, to stop that from functioning, which was fun. That's great. Well, yeah, it was a it was a good trip. I think that was a fun one. What do we have next? Do we have we have no planned trips until oh Jesse's wheeling weekend this weekend. Jesse loves to um, come to town when I leave town. That's his favorite move, especially when I'm going to his town. Yes. With other friends that he knows and is also close to. As soon as he hears that, he's like, you know what? I'm out. I you know, I I said, hey, who wants to go wheeling this weekend? I'm coming this weekend to go to Klein Butt. And you were like, oh, I'm going to be gone. I'm going to do the 5K with Luke. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go wheeling. <laughs> I'm still going wheeling. <laughs> well, yeah, you guys, yeah, it, it's fine. Hey, and, and I'm not trying to be a dick, but it's like, you guys are going to be busy. 
You guys got yeah, the 5K. Yeah, hanging out. Well, you guys are... I'm not... Be- it's a half marathon, first off, for Luke For Luke uh, here. That's uh, a little more than 5K. I'm, again, for I'm Luke. Not a, I'm not a runner. That's awful. So I don't know what that is. But yeah, we do, we do, we're doing lots of hanging. There's a lot of other times. He's only got, it only takes him a few hours. A couple hours. I don't know how long. I'm, I'm probably just ruining Luke's actual marathon time. He's like, what the is, hell? Is just like screaming. 13.1. Yeah, 13.1. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I just remember last time like Luke came and did it. It was, I got to see him for like 20 minutes. He's like, oh, shoot. He's like, I got to go. We got to go have dinner and then we're going to get to sleep. And, you know, it, it, the purpose of him coming is to do the, the marathon or half marathon or whatever it is. Not, sorry, Luke. I don't know what it <laughs> is. <laughs> the three K now. The hundred meter dash. Yeah. You're doing the fun yeah. run. The fun. Um, so, anyways, it's the power walk. Uh, the we don't have to give you too much crap walking. about that on here. So, I am bringing since for those that are coming. I am bringing the suburban. Cool. Nice. I flipped. Yeah. I couldn't decide, so I flipped the uh, the the old Fab Garage Fab coin, and it came up with the suburban. So cool. Here we go. It's the first real test of uh, my build. I'm excited well, to hear how I'm that willing, goes. I'm, I'm going to blow steering line. I guarantee sure. you. hundred oh, <laughs> percent. I brought 20 feet of extra line. <laughs> That'll get you through. Yeah. It's just how many times can I reuse the fittings? And how, Quite a how few, much, I think. And how many, how much kitty litter? Uh, wait, I have cheap Amazon fittings. So... Mm. A few Are times. they barbed or do you use AN? AN. They're AN oh. six lines. Um, but they go to the uh I shoved them over the top of the uh stock fittings on the steering pump. So <laughs> that's not an issue. Well, that's where it blew one time. And, you know they make uh, they make Russell makes like a uh, an adapter it's perfect it's great uh, I, are I you gotta... sure are you sure you can't use a stock power steering line with your chevrolet steering box and your chevrolet power steering pump no because the 76 pump actually had fittings that went into the steering pump the 2007 had the hydro boost so i have the hydro boost line smash shut and a yep. cap over the top um and then the other lines the pressure line and the return line have uh just regular old not barbed fittings but the bubble end fitting huh i so. i use stock tj lines if you have a 2004 or That's newer crazy. tj it just bolt it just attaches well it's congratulations i don't so care. why don't you do I that have a chevrolet, because i have a chevrolet Admiral oh yeah <laughs> So you're going to use some Amazon fittings. I got that, that ship, ship Chevrolet. Used to. He's, it's not oh, a Chevy. Chevrolet. <laughs> Chevrolet. Uh, Sounds like the same problem Chevrolet. that Sean was pointing so out to I, me I on just his. Found out. <laughs> yeah. So mine, I, f- I followed some guy's thread uh, where he got rid of the Hydro Boost return it's the return that you that you have the problem with mm-hmm. on those and, yep. and not this not me i haven't had a problem with that one no, no i'm just saying that's that's what the oh. hiccup is if you've got a hydro boost pump is that you've got a return line a second return line that you have to 
figure something out with you got to cap it or whatever and i found this guy who was like yeah i cut it off and i put a bolt in it and i jb welded it and you know it's awesome and then so i was like yeah i'll do that so i did right and then three posts later he says by the way this pump failed in whatever 2000 miles because i accidentally uh blocked off the wrong return technically it works both ways but one of them the bottom one puts the return under the fluid you know so it like Mm -hmm. bubbles up from the bottom the other one pushes it down from the top and it aerates the fluid really bad so that'll burn up a pump so guess what i did oh no i saved the bad one and so mine is it you know it works fine but basically what's going on is as it's shooting its return in it's just like making a jacuzzi the whole time so it's awesome so anyways my power steering pump whines like you would not believe but it works really well when it's not blowing up my, lines yeah. well my power steering pump when i built it looked like it was waving at me all the time yeah the press on pulleys so bad. yeah um uh, but i I just pinched my uh, return line that I didn't want to use with some channel locks. I never even yeah. like put any effort into it. Well, I put a lot of effort, so. and it's really clean. It's like very like tidy. You can't see it, which is awesome. Which is big. Anyways, I have to buy a new pump anyways, so I'm going to buy one without Hydro Boost this time. So that'll be fixed and fixed. Yeah. Oh, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. Old PSC makes a pretty decent. Was that the 1407 pump? Mm-hmm. And. It has the actual AN fittings on the end of it, so you can make proper lines. And I need it, because I have Hydro Assist. So there is uh, a company called Turn One that makes one that is the Gen 4 style, like uh, the Type 2 pump, they call it, I think, uh, that has a like awesome pulley on it. Diabetes. It's got a separate reservoir and all sorts of reservoir options. It's really cool. It's really expensive, but it's really good. Also, and fittings if you want. PSC one is not cheap, by the way. No, it's not cheap. It's like 200 and some, no. Yeah, it's like $300. Yeah. I'm going to buy the cheapest as cheap can be remote reservoir off of Amazon. I already got it in my cart, just waiting for the day. And I'll have the company just right down the road, make some new lines for me. We'll be good. Well, if you go to, if you, if you want to stick with AN, cause you've got the fittings, although you have your garbage fittings, apparently. No, no, you no. Can, I'm, you can I'm get... having actual crimp fittings made. Like, I'm having real lines made now. Well, I, yeah, I bought real AN steering line this time because there's mm-hmm. Teflon line crimped line that you can just buy. You can either buy it and make it, or you can buy it pre-done from, uh, frag frag Leola, I think is the company. They do them like a ton of them. So it's more expensive but it's not like super cost prohibitive. So I'm hopeful that I'll be able to use full lock now. That's my help. I am so Mike, don't you tell me one more time more. about how your TJ had bolt in power steering lines. I do not care. Who has the TJ No, but now? I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. do it. Who has like, how's your gauge now? cluster? How'd that work? <laughs> Never. Yeah. Didn't. I skipped it. She was garbage. Uh, I don't fuck. have, I don't, uh, I mean, I don't want, I should a, probably a, knock on wood, Bluetooth but I don't setup. have any power steering problems. So, yeah, but who knows how those lines went? Somebody might have custom made those, which is what we Jesse and I probably should have done to, st- to start. But neither one yeah. of us did that. I, I, I would have been so cheap. Fuck me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I screwed up. Yeah. Oh well. Okay. Well, on that note. Uh, well, um, 
I do have one note about transmissions. Mm. Does everybody else get as pissed off with as I do when somebody puts their vehicle into park without like so so when you go to oh, put your I can automatic tell where this is going. When you yeah. put your automatic transmission into park, you keep your foot <laughs> on the brake pedal, put it into park, and then put on the e brake. Nah. I saw somebody not do that the other day and it was I don't. like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Are you for real? Never. I'll put it in park it's got at a like problem. three miles an hour. I don't give a shit. I understand that it's not great for it overall, but it it has a thing that sticks in there and stops it. It's fine. Come on. Mm. As I'm rolling to a stop, I'm in park and trying to get out of the Jeep before it stops moving. I don't, I, don't, I don't do something like that, but I do not ever use the parking brake in the Land Cruiser. If I had a way to hang up the phone right now, I would just go. Click. There's a leave button. It has a phone that looks <laughs> yeah. like this. If you want to go. Yeah, it's oh, red red oh, it does. It does. Yeah. Doesn't it? <laughs> I didn't even have a uh, emergency brake in the TJ. Like I, not even at all. I am power done steering. listening about the TJ. That is great. Never broke the line. I don't have any brake in yeah, the I don't do that. either. I'm sorry. But I'm still very I'm st- yeah. I'm yeah. I'm of the Jesse ilk where I'm like very careful. Like I will complete stop, foot still on the brake, get I it into park for sure. Get it into park and then I like slowly let my foot and off then the brake. Ease off. Yeah. Yeah. Like just, yeah. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm always super careful. I'm not that, like doing that jerk back I, and forth thing. Yeah. I will say yep. I I'm probably overly careful with that considering how much noise my transmission makes when I have to like shift it back and forth so that I can get everything to stop spinning just to get it in and out of low range because for some reason I still haven't figured out what the uh, up, down, left, right, ABAB code is to get like a smooth shift from, yeah, (laughs) to get a smooth shift from low range or into low range out of low range is easy but like the into low range it fucking it hates me like it's i don't know if it's something that i'm gonna have to uh like go neutral turn the car off (laughs) and then put it in low range and then turn the car back on but like it doesn't and if i try and like stop the transmission by like going into you know reverse or neutral or reverse then neutral or reverse then park if I stick it in a park, it does the uh, it does the Colin Meese, uh at Klein. <laughs> it does that, and I'm not. I'm not the that's big, that parking. Yeah, draw. I'm not the biggest fan of that. <laughs> so, yeah. So I might be a little too. Do you have a manual? Do you have a manual shift T case? Yeah, he does. That's something about the JK I love because I'm I'm throwing it in neutral and I'm coming almost to a stop and then i'm in for low and it's just like and i'm back ready to go it does not matter it does not care the i can do four high at like 40 miles an hour and just click it back and it doesn't care about that it's it's a nice uh easy transfer case for that i remember on the um six liter the f250 i had a while back um like I just, I was in four low for like half a day. I drove most of the way back to Bend from a, a snow wheeling trip um, in four low because it would just never come out. We spent like thirty minutes trying to get it out of four low. This thing is just easy. It's nice. Uh, I don't know what lockers are on or how to turn them off. But, no, uh, impossible. 
But, uh, I can't wait for Luke's rant for on that. <laughs> on, on you guys not oh, being able to figure out so <laughs> how those work. Oh, <laughs> <tomorrow. laughs>